Hey y'all, welcome back to Reading with Celebrities. I'm Tiffany. I'm Lindsay. And today is our discussion on Anna Karenina, our third discussion for parts five and six. We're almost done, guys. Seven and eight are short. Oh, thank God. Like, I, think I, I think it's like no more than 200 pages for like combined. Yeah, I think my Kindle version, it's 145. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. And I think now knowing we're on the home stretch, I'm ready to be. I'm ready. We're in the motherfucking home stretch. <laughs> you are correct. Yes. So, um, let's see if I can remember parts five and six. Like, I finished like the last few chapters this morning of part six. Um, but let's see if I can remember. So, um, we kind of start out with um, Levin and Kitty's wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, there was like a crisis where Kitty thought Levin wasn't showing up, but it was like he had like a wardrobe malfunction instead. <laughs> His shirt. <laughs> so <laughs> he showed up. Um, they got married. I think there's. I think he had to like go to confession and stuff beforehand. Um, yeah, it was like kind of like the first time that religion was majorly mentioned. Yeah, because up to this point, it's always just kind of been like in the background, not really like very superficial. Yeah, mentioned in passing, and this was the first time that it was just like, oh, hey, yeah, yeah, and then so that's kind of their storyline at the beginning is that they're they're getting married. Um, with Vronsky and Anna, um, they're in Italy, I believe, mm-hmm. and they meet up with an artist. Because Vronsky starts painting. Yes, because he's doing a self, well, I guess he's not doing a self-portrait, he's doing a portrait of Anna, and <laughs> it wouldn't be a self-portrait. <laughs> but then, but then they pay this artist to do one of Anna. I feel like Vronsky kind of got jealous in the fact that this artist was better than him. I felt. Yeah, there's definitely. I mean, I think I overall, jealousy. Just, like, just I think he's just like dissatisfied with. I mean, this. I feel like you could say this for almost every character, but dis- dissatisfied in himself. And I don't know if it's like he feels like he can do better, or if, like you said, like he's just mad that there's somebody taking away Anna's attention. Yeah. And then, again, back with, like, Levin and Kitty, I feel like Levin is not satisfied with his married life. He's not happy with it. I don't know. I can't. There's a lot of bickering between him and Kitty. So, like, I, I think... I think all of these characters are just, like, deeply unhappy with themselves. Yes. And so they're just never going to be able to be happy with somebody else. Yes. And, yeah, they and they take it out on their partners. Yes. Like, I think, um, I can't remember if it was part five or part six where they, he goes to visit his brother. Yes. Because his brother's, I guess, like, partner or girlfriend, not quite sure. It's like, hey, he's, yeah, like, hey, he's dying of tuberculosis. And Kitty was like, I would like to be there. Mm-hmm. Because Kitty, like, for all of her shortcomings, seems like a very compassionate person. Yeah, th- 
this storyline is probably my favorite storyline with her. Like, this is where I actually liked Kitty was this storyline with his brother. Yeah, and then but then but then Levin's like, I don't want you mess like meeting a prostitute. Yeah, like he like he still I think part of his problem is he still has Kitty so high up on his standards list that if she does anything. Yeah, to make herself seem like remotely just like human, he's go- he's gonna hate it. Yeah, so he does let her go, which I think was a good thing because for a little bit she was actually making his brother feel better. It seemed like he was healing. It seemed like he was gonna get better. He wasn't on death's bed, um, even if it was just for a little bit. Um, yeah. So. Uh, his brother does end up dying, though. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert for a 200-year-old book. <laughs> um, and that's also when we find out that Kitty is pregnant. Yes. So then she's we're... not throwing up because she's got TB. She's throwing up because she's... Uh... Yes. Pregnant, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why is it on that word? <laughs> it's like, we're going to finish the sentence? No, we're not. Um, <laughs> I just... Yeah. And then um, we kind of jump into Alexei Kareninen's story for a little bit. Yes. Um, he, at one point, was all willing to get this divorce. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like I think he was, just, he was just acting out of emotion when he did that. I mean, it's the first time we see emotion from this man. Yeah, but I think he was like, because they kind of go into his backstory of like being yeah. an orphan and never really yes. knowing. So like, it's kind of clear that he probably, like in modern times, you would be, you wouldn't be wrong to necessarily think that he's got issues like forming relationships and like meaningful attachments with people. Yeah. And so I think the first time, like he was acting out of, like, I was betrayed out of, like, anger. Like, he was just very quick to jump to, well, time for a divorce. Like, even though he was kind of matching his words when yeah. he told Anna that he would, like, I think I think he kind of maybe settled back down and was thinking, maybe I don't want to go through with it, or just hey, the threat was enough to keep her in line. I feel it's not. She's in Italy. Yeah, and this is also when we meet Lydia. <laughs> Do not like her. Terrible, terrible character. I feel like was she mentioned briefly in like part one or two? If she was, I don't remember her. I think she was. I'm, I might be confusing her somewhere else. Where she was talking to Anna about something, and Anna was just basically like, "Oh, you silly lady." Yeah. <laughs> like she was just yeah. kind of disagreeable. I wouldn't be surprised if we met her like maybe when they were at the ball or something. Like she was just like a passerby or kind of character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. Um, but yeah, she's. She, yeah, she's basically. Um, Anna reached out to her mm-hmm. um, instead of Alexi because he she thought this was the best way to say that she wants to see her son. Mm-hmm. And Lydia's like, absolutely not. Yeah, literally telling telling uh, Anna's son like your mother's dead to you. Yes. Like weird. Where, and his son, at this point, I think he's eight, almost nine, I think is the birthday. He was turning nine. So, like, you, you don't need to be telling an eight-year-old this. 
yeah, I. Mm. Um, but then his their son, um, Serioza. I don't know how to pronounce these names. Serioza. I don't. Know. I'm I'm gonna do my best to not say any names. <laughs> Just let me botch them all. It's fine. Yeah, I'm gonna encourage you to say all. Of them. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna encourage I'm gonna you to like, say all the words. That guy. Who's that yeah. one? You know that guy. You know that one. You know that guy. It's, you know, you know, it's, that, it's, it's that guy. Well, their son, um, it's his birthday, and Anna sneaks into the house. But, like, the the workers and, like, the maids, like, know who she is, so they, they basically let her in. Yes. Uh, so she actually does get to see her son, and um, she does forget to give him his birthday presents, which was pretty sad. But I think she was just so happy to see him. And I think for the first time there, like, I started to like Anna again. I want I want Anna to have this whole, like, revelation of, yeah. like, Vronsky's not as, like, Vronsky was a passion. Yes. Not a solution not to any of her loneliness. Um. Like, like she has lost this whole, like, her whole life, basically, for, like, as a passionate affair. And I don't know, I, I don't, I'm not really into her whininess about it, because. No. It's not like, you know, she was, it's not like, on the flip side, it's not like Dolly, who is always there, always present, running this house. Yeah. And then, you know, her husband runs off. It's, it's. Anna was the one that made this choice because for as yeah. like unemotional as um Karenin is, like he was always very much like by the book when it came to their marriage. Yeah, I think um and I think we see this more in part six, like when Vronsky's trying to tell her, like wants her to get a divorce. Because then, she, then she can be married again and be happy, and they can have this family. And they can um, they can petition to adopt, like Vronsky can officially petition yes. to adopt. Yes. So I do think um, I think she's a very stubborn woman. Um, I think I think her like part of her problem might be is like if she admits that she was wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, I think she wants to have her cake and eat it, too. Absolutely. And if she admits her, that she was wrong, mm-hmm. she's not going to be able to have that. Yeah, and then, I mean, again, we kind of see it, too, where it's just a small scene, but, like, when Anna wants to go to the opera, mm-hmm. and Vronsky's like, don't, like, these people will shun you. They think that you, because you had this affair, you left your husband, you're a terrible person. Don't go. She goes anyways, and it's exactly what he said would happen, happened. Yeah, and it's kind of like, um, again, with the same thing of, uh, you know, Karenin being like, uh, you can carry on this affair, but he's not allowed on our property. And then she invites him over, <laughs> and it's just like, 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 I was thinking more about that, too. And I was like, when he showed up, she didn't even send anybody to go intercept him. No. To be like, do not come in the house. No, I don't she's know. Like, <laughs> I don't know if, if you have watched The White Lotus yet. It's on HBO. No. But here's here's a spoiler for it. At one point, there's one girl who is a guest at this this resort, 
And she concocts the scheme with one of the workers to go and steal um, the, the family she's with jewelry out of the safe. Yeah. And she set up this whole thing saying, like, we're going to be out of the room at this time. Here's the code. You can go. Well, at one point, the mom takes off and she heads back to the room and so does the dad. And she doesn't warn this kid that they're coming. And so I'm just like, like, you have no foresight. Like, you're not thinking of anything through. So it was just like that. It was like, you could, you could have avoided this whole situation. Yeah. And you, you didn't. Yeah. I, you could have avoided it at multiple steps and you didn't. I think that's what we're seeing with, with, um, with Anna is she's putting herself in these situations. Yeah. She's, people are warning her saying, hey, don't do this. And she's still doing it. Um, I think my favorite character is Dolly. Yeah. She's the only one that I can tolerate the most. I think she's the one that is the most compassionate, thinks, is trying to do what's best for everyone. Um, She eventually goes... I think, I guess it's in the summertime. She goes and lives with Levin and Kitty. Yeah. Um, And I think she takes her children with her, or some of them. I don't know. Like, does they have, like, five kids, but they only keep mentioning two? Yeah. I might be wrong on that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm probably wrong on that. (laughs) But, so there's a lot of people at Levin's house. Yes. Levin and Kitty's house that summer. Yes. Um, guess who comes back? My favorite, Varenka. <laughs> she, she shows back up. She shows back up. I still remember that. Do you think she's coming back? I don't think she's coming back. She came back. She, came back. she comes back. She's here. And um, there's another guy that comes. He starts with a V also. I think we have too many names with a V in this book. Listen, there's just too many names. Like, I can't pronounce it correctly. I'm going to call him Velosky. So, and then Levin's other brother is there. Sergi. Mm-hmm. He's there. Sergey. Sergey. I do know Sergei. that one. Sergey. I know that because of hockey. Perfect. <laughs> you know what? We'll get there. Just, like just, that toes guy. We're just going to let that Toes guy. Do you mean Toes? Spell it I'm like going to start uh, renaming all the characters after hockey players. You might, you might actually enjoy this book a lot more. Um, so they're all at Levin and Kitty's house for the summer. Um, and I believe it's Kitty that's trying to, like, match make Sergey and Varenka. Mm-hmm. And at one point, I actually think he's going to propose. I'm like, oh, this is going to be so cute. And then he doesn't. Uh, Because he's still in love with somebody who's dead. Yes. But also, when they said that they were searching for mushrooms and then went back, I was thinking about your American, Mexican Gothic book. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, because the the evil mushrooms. (laughs) I was like, don't search for the mushrooms hallucinogens so it's kind of sad for that um that they they decided that they 
are not going to marry each other. But I just, even in their short little storyline, I was like, oh, they would be so cute. <laughs> Wrong. Yeah, I, I, d- I don't. All of these people are making me mad because it's like, they're just, they're, they're, they're choosing the wrong thing. Yeah. And I get like, you know, some of that might be very realistic and true to life, but it feels almost like, um, like the author intentionally made everybody miserable. Oh, and like, I think I think that's a hallmark of Russian literature. But reading it now in my current times and my, you know, you know, current ages and stuff like that, like it's just it's annoying. Yeah. It's annoying to see these people have so many like like opportunities to be happy and cho- like choices to be made to be happy and they choose the one that's going to fuck them over the most. Yeah. I agree. Like, the decision-making between these people is not great. Um, what killed me, too, at one point, Levin was like, oh, Kitty doesn't fear death as much as I do, but, you know, I'm more intelligent than her. And it's like, he's a, Levin, you make some terrible decisions. He, to me, I should have known from the very beginning. Remember when I was talking about, I don't remember what part we were in. might have been part two, but where a lot of it was on him and his farm, and I was so bored and I was like, yeah. I can't get through. To me, I just, I do not like him. To me, he's one of the worst characters in the book. He's annoying. He, he's jealous. He thinks the worst of his wife. Like, I don't know. I just, for someone that says he loves his wife so much. Yeah. Some of the things that he says and tr- the way he treats her. I just, I can't. He is not a likable character to me at all. I think he's, he he's on his high horse. He thinks he's better than everyone. I, I, yeah, no, I'm with you. Like, I, um, he's just, I, yeah. And then I think we see this more when, so Steven or whatever his name is, his name is Steva over here (laughs) in my, in my book. Um, he shows up with that Veslovsky guy, the V, Mm -hmm. the other V name at Levin's house. And there's some, like, flirting going on between him and Kitty. Yes. And Levin loses his damn mind. Yeah. Like, loses his damn mind to the point where he's like, you need to leave. He's like, you gotta go. Um, I, so, just, I think, like, Levin, like, pushes all of his problems onto other people. Like, he, for whatever reason, is, like, never at fault. Absolutely not. Like when he was talking about, oh, my, you know, we're hunting and my shooting's off because this guy's being annoying. And I'm like, yeah. no, you're letting him get to you. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not like pushing, like, you know, smacking the gun when you go to shoot. Like, you're just, you're allowing somebody else to get to you. Like, this is your problem. Yeah, he's, he's in your head. It's like, yeah, this is definitely a, a you problem and not a them problem. But like, I really don't think that he had any reason for this guy to be in his head. No. I think he was like, like imagining this flirtation or if it was really happening i feel like kitty's one of those people that she's not noticing that she's flirting she's just being a nice person yeah i think it's i think what it is is she's being nice and levin is misreading it as flirting yes and so then he's jealous he's like you need to leave my house he's like you gotta go 
<laughs> you got to go. Get the F out. Um, so then Dolly goes and visits Anna. Yes. And I don't know where they are at now. Are they still in Italy at this point? I think they're still in Italy. I thought they had returned because she went to the opera. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She went to the opera after that. I'm, I'm having a timeline confusion of when some things happened and some didn't, but. Um, so she goes and Vronsky has a talk with Dolly to convince Anna to get the divorce with um, Alexi. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dolly's like, yeah, I'll do it. Like, that sounds, <laughs> I, I got your back, Vronsky. Yeah, sure. Sounds good. And she, I think, like, at one point, and I guess it makes sense, like, there's, people didn't really, weren't really fond of Vronsky, um, but I think that once they get to know him, they realize that he's actually not a terrible person. And I think that's what Dolly realizes. I kind of wonder, too, if, like, he's kind of mellowed some of his Playboy ways. Yeah. Or if they're a little more forgiving now that Kitty's happy and not hung up on him still. Well, and then, and again, once again, we see it closer to the end when they're at this election that Levin has this, like, bitter taste in his mouth for Vronsky. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, dude, get over it. You won the girl. Yeah, and I... And he never really liked Kitty. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I don't know. These people are... <laughs> it's some Russian family drama. Annoying. Yeah. <laughs> like, and they're, they're all just, like, interconnected. So, um... It's quite like, I don't know if you had this in high school. In high school, we had a group of guys that were friends and they all managed to date like the same two or three girls in the course of like the four years of high school. Jesus. And there was always drama and like issues. And like, that's what this reminds me of. It's like, maybe you guys should try like getting outside of your circle, your circle. Well, it's again, I don't think that's, Again, I think that is something that always happens, but it's also like, you know, girls always talk about girl code, but if you're, if these guys are dating the same three girls, clearly there's some, we're not following girl code if there is one. Well, they ain't following guy code either. No. But I feel like guys are more willing to be like, yeah, you can have her. (laughs) I'm done. (laughs) That was the thing, though. They would say that and then they'd get mad. I know. I know. It was, it's just like, that's what this reminds me of, is like. All of these people are just like, you know, I don't know. They're I just, they're making things way more complicated than it needs to be. <laughs> yeah. It's really annoying me. It's, yeah, they, they are, I, I just, I'm to the point now is I, I have, I know you kind of know how things end because you said you were spoiled. Yeah, an accident. And I remember. And I remember reading a review that was like, don't read the um, introduction or whatever if you want, if you don't want to be spoiled. But my book did not have that. <laughs> so I guess I lucked out. Wah, wah. I know. Um, so Dolly is at Anna's. Um, 
she meets baby Annie. Yes, little Annie. Yeah, little Annie. Um, and they have the discussion that, like, if Anna doesn't get this divorce and get married, then little Annie is technically still a Karenin. Yes. So, she's technically... Um, the, I do happen to know, well, at least my understanding of it, at least now in modern times, is kind of like um, when a child is born, like the father is automatically assumed to be the paternal father yeah. or like the biological father. Um, and so his name will go on the birth certificate unless there is someone there to protest the paternity. Um, but it's almost automatically the father. And so... That's how it would be back then, too. She's still technically married. Yeah. Karenin's considered, she's considered a Karenin, or Karenina. Yeah. She's a Karenina. girl, but, um. Yeah. Um. Sorry. So that is, to get that divorce and to remarry, then Vronsky can then, like, fight for little Annie to be his. Yes. Illegal adoption. Um. And then, because Veslovsky got kicked out of Levin's house, he's at Anna and Levin's house now. Yes. And then Dolly gets mad because he's flirting with Anna. Yes. Maybe he's just a little flirt. Guys can be flirts, and it's, like, harmless. Right? Yeah, I think, like, I don't know. I guess my, my other question is, like, what was considered flirting in yeah. 1870s Russia? Exactly. Like, was it just saying, like, hey, Anna, how are you? <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, was he, like, getting sassy? Yeah, he's like, hey, what's up? But, like, again, I don't know. Like, I don't, I think we've talked about it before. Like, my knowledge of Russian, like, history and culture is very, very, very limited. Yes. So, like, it could just be pretty similar to what we consider flirting nowadays but yeah um so i feel like anna said that she would get the divorce mm -hmm. and then the next big thing that kind of ends part six is these elections <laughs> that kind of went over my head a little bit um, that's again that's back to me not understanding mm -hmm. a lot of russian yeah the only thing politics. i got out of it is the newer younger marshal is the one that won the election yeah um well, what else is new name a character <laughs> that levin likes levin, he's oh like, wait he's <laughs> kitty um <laughs> barely he's he's like barely. he's like he's the one that's like uh, everybody sucks. This is dumb. This is dumb. And then something happens that he doesn't like, and he's just like, I don't like that. And it's like, I, we know, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, he is. Um, or like, he loses, and he's like, this is just like a dumb sport, anyways. Yeah. We weren't even trying to hunt that hard. It was just dumb. Yeah. Oh, man. That's, that's why you got up early to go get your own game because you didn't want anybody else there. I like how he gets back and he's like, I can't believe they ate all the food. And it's like, well, <laughs> They were hungry. 
I guess like I have I have been in the place where like I have people over and they just like eat all my food and I'm like what are you doing yeah but like coming from him I have I have a reason to believe from Levin's point of view it was like it was not great you know they ate maybe like an extra chicken and he was just like ah like raging about it Well, Vince seems like the kind of person to have like twenty people over and order a medium pizza to feed everybody, and then gets mad, and then like and then flips the when people are hungry, and then flips the table because he doesn't have a slice. Yeah, um, or is like mad that somebody opened up the extra marinara without asking. Oh, <laughs> Decided to cook some spaghetti because they ran out of the medium pizza. Yeah. God. Hey, we're going to go pick up some McDonald's. Are you not full? No, man. I had a pepperoni. That's all I could get. Took a pepperoni and passed it on. (laughs) Um, I think him and Anna, to me, almost have, like, they're almost very similar in how they act. Because we see, like, the jealousy thing with, like, Lemon and Kitty. And then with Anna, we see how, like, upset she is that Vronsky didn't come home right away from this election. She threw yes. a fit. She's like, I'm, I'm coming with you next time. <laughs> like, I was just like, I can't. Like, both of them, maybe they would be good together. It maybe. makes me wonder if Anna is insecure that Vronsky's gonna go hook up with some other younger better thing that he comes across i think that's exactly what she thinks that i mean that's basically what he did with anna i mean not that he had somebody um before her but um now that she because again she uses like she writes him that letter saying like little annie is sick Mm -hmm. and i just and not saying that she wasn't sick i just feel like she kind of used it as a way to be like embellished you need to come yeah, like, you need to come home. At first, when I read that part, I was like, why is she calling herself Little Annie? Like, is she trying to, like, make him feel sorry for her? <laughs> She's referring to herself. And she's like, little, little Annie is sick again. And I was like, and I was like oh, shit, that's the baby. <laughs> if, that, if that was really the case, she was referring to herself, I'd be like, Anna's officially lost it. Yeah. <laughs> go, go lock her in an attic somewhere. Yeah. She's too far gone. Yeah. And and then that's kind of where part six ends. Is we end with this election. We lent, we end with like Anna and Bronski. Again, Anna being like, "I'm you're not leaving me again." Um, and I think Bronski has gone on multiple times showing how much he loves her. Um, he's yeah, not gonna his, leave her. Like his his love is kind of weird too. Like ever ever. I mean, everyone's weird. <laughs> All these characters are weird. That's a very yeah. So that's, that's my um, PhD level dissertation. <laughs> everyone's weird. <laughs> Ten pages. Everyone's weird. That's all I have. Just over and over. Everyone's weird. Everyone's weird. Everyone's everyone's weird. weird. <laughs> I hate Levin. Everyone's weird. Yeah. So that was pretty much a summary of parts five and six. Um, I think we're both in agreement that these characters are just they're kind of miserable people. They're just, um, I mean, yeah, it goes back to kind of the opening line of this book where it's like, everybody who's happy, they're just happy. But everyone who's unhappy has their own thing going on. And 
I kind of want to agree with that because like at the surface, all of these relationship issues mm-hmm. are very different. Um, but I think again, it's all the same. They, none of these people like themselves. No. And I think that's a huge issue. Yeah. I, I agree. I think, I think when we finish part seven and eight, I think we'll, we'll need to go back to that, though, that first line of the book and like dissect that a little bit, um, or whatever, but yeah, I'm, I'm ready to be, we're on the home stretch. I'm ready to be done with it. I'm ready to see how this story ends. What happens to these characters? Are they going to have like a miserable ending? Is it going to be a happy ending? I have no idea how it ends. Um, so. I'll say nothing because I spoiled I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, when we talk about it in two weeks, we will um, figure that out. I guess I'll, since I have an idea again, because I accidentally yeah. spoiled it for myself, I'm going to quiz you. What do you think happens to Anna and Vronsky? Like, what's well, your prediction? Ugh. Um, or, or individually, what do you think happens to them individually? I just, I feel like if she doesn't get this divorce, then they are not going to live happily ever after, and she's going to end up back with um, Alexi. Or, like, living a life of, I don't know, I just feel like if she doesn't do what Vronsky's asking her to do, he's saying, this is how we're going to be happy. This is how we're going to be able to get back into society. This is how we're going to be able to live our lives. And I just feel like she's not doing that. So if she doesn't do that, then they're going to be miserable. What do you think is going to be uh, Levin and Kitty? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's doomed to only have a medium pizza the rest of her life. <laughs> that's, that's all she's allowed to have. Um, I just... I feel like they'll end up being fine. I just think that I don't want them to be because I, I don't think he deserves it. I don't deserve, I don't think he deserves a happy ending. Nice. Interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, Dolly and Dolly and Steve. I think they're going to be the ones that come out of this the best. The best. And they're the ones that started out the roughest. Like, they're the ones that came out. Like, they were the first ones we read about. that he's sleeping with somebody. And she's just, she's like, I'm going to leave him. And then Anna's like, don't leave him. I think they're going to end up being the most stable couple in this whole thing. Yeah, it was funny because when I first started reading, I was like, and, you know, Oblonsky kept making references to, like, kind, kind of under, like, like you're reading under the assumption assumption of like oh no like dolly just it was just a misunderstanding and then you're like no there was no misunderstanding like she asked you straight up are you having a fair and you laughed at her yeah like, what was she supposed like and you were so it's not even like you weren't and you just had a nervous tick like you, this, there's no misunderstanding man yeah exactly i but. think yeah or you know what i would have said varenka and sergey would have been happy. He's in love with a dead person. So, (laughs) but they have ruined that for me. That's like, again, another one of those things where it's like, man, and again, maybe some of it too is like looking at it from like more of like our modern perspective of like, if somebody was still that hung up on a dead lover, you would be like, Hey, you, you should probably go get some help. Like you should go. Yeah, go talk to a therapist. Go talk, like, to, go talk to somebody. And obviously, like, that just, that wasn't a thing. 
Well, yeah, and like, cause like, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna expect you to mourn the loss of your loved one. That is expected. Yeah. I'm gonna expect you again. It made it seem like that it has been quite a few years mm-hmm. that this has happened. Um, and and they're expected to mourn. Like you're expected to always have that love for them. Yeah, and stuff, but you're but also. Like, it's it's not uncall. It's not unheard of to also like. We would want you to move on and be happy. So I think that that's, um, yeah, I think I would want him to be happy. But. Yeah. And I really liked Varenka as a character, so I was really upset. I was like, oh, my God, that's going to be so cute. And then I was like, oh, no. Oh. Surprise. 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 Happy ending. <laughs> Surprise. These people are miserable, and you're going to be miserable with them. If I've learned anything about Russia, it's just everybody's miserable. <laughs> that's all I'm getting from this book <laughs> there's yeah. nothing more Russian than misery <laughs> <laughs> and misery loves company right that's why and name, yeah and names I need to apologize for not being able to pronounce <laughs> oh I apologize every time because I'm sure I'm not pronouncing any of these correctly nope no not even close so yeah so in two weeks we finished this book Hooray! And I think at the end of that episode, we will announce the next three books. Yep. And kind of give like a small summary and like the year that Oprah picked them. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. And then next week will be like an either like a weekly check-in or maybe we'll do like a fun episode where we do a TBR or a list of something. We'll figure it It out. It will officially be September. I know. This, this gets posted the very last day of August. So it would be a perfect time to do a fall TBR. I can't. I can't believe August is done. Shh. shh, shh. <laughs> you shut your face. You shut your mouth. When somebody was like, we're four months away from 2022, I was like, no. No, 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 no. We, the park we live by that we can walk to just recently, it's getting updated and renovated mm-hmm. and all that. So it's all closed down right now. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, it's not, so, not going to be open until like fall of 2022. And I was like, oh, oh, I guess that's just a year away. Like for some <laughs> reason that seems so far away. And I'm like, it's really not. Yeah. Cause like there's some like TV shows and movies and they're like, they're not coming out until 2022. I'm like, oh God, that's so far. I'm like, oh, it's really not. Really not. Like. Not. You're reaching that. You're reaching that point in the year, especially. I mean, I don't know how it will be for you, but for like work, where um, it's like October hits, like Halloween, everything's just like whoosh, comes to the slowest crawl possible because yeah, everyone's just kind of you know doing what they need to do to get by for the holidays. Yeah, it's yeah, it's when the holidays start. People start taking off more. It gets colder. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I say colder, like, I'm talking, like, 70s here. <laughs> yeah, you know, it'll be, like, a high of 85. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, I'm i ready to figure out what happens to these miserable people. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. We're going to see if your predictions are correct. Yeah, I'll have to listen to this episode before we record to see if I remember. <laughs> I'm sure I won't forget, because I... These people, they can't, I don't see a happy ending. And I'm, like, is another one going to die? Like, is a big character going to die? Bum, bum, bum. Because I mean, you just think, 
was it in part three and four where Vronsky like killed him or he didn't kill himself he shot himself trying he tried to, to kill himself and yeah. then Anna at one point is like his baby's like I'm gonna die and he was yeah, just like shut was, up Anna yeah she was on her deathbed when she was having little Annie um oh my god if, if Vronsky and Anna died she'd be little orphan Annie oh my god <laughs> God, why would you say that? That's dumb. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. That's dumb. God. Oh, man. Oh, we're gonna go to hell. It's <laughs> alright. But, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Check out our Instagram at Reading with Celebs and, and Twitter. Reading W Celebs. What? what? Yeah, and then please like and subscribe, all of those things. And listen to our beautiful voices. Yes. Hooray. Okay. There was a, um, a, real quick, a guy on the current season of Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. And they're doing, like, young guns. So they're all, like, I don't think anyone's older than, like, 23 years old on it. Mm-hmm. And the one guy, he was, like, I'm a, I'm a pretty intelligent person. I read books, and I was like, oh, if that's not me and Tiffany, I don't know what it is. <laughs> um, I, should, I'm sorry. I should find, I should find the, the, like the voice clip of it. Play I mean, it. It's like, is that us? Is that reading with celebs? Like, hey, we're reading Anna Karenina. We're intelligent, right? I am smart. Thank uh, you. You is smart. You is smart. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty. All right, happy reading, guys. Happy reading. Bye. Bye.